Well, Kyle, here we are once again, you and I, um, trying to make sense of what the heck just happened. We are, um, I don't know what else to say, Kyle. Texas went into Lubbock, had a lead, collapsed in the second half is the only way I can describe it, and lost in overtime on a play that had literally never happened before, right? You can't blame one play on the uh, for the entire game. There were a lot of plays, especially on Texas Tech's side. Um, but just a freak ending to that game. Uh, B. John Robinson fumbles in overtime. Uh, first career fumble, which is just incredible. Yeah. Uh, and Texas Tech kicks a field goal to win that one. And um, I, I just, I'm at a loss for words, Kyle. Uh, all of the losses that we've had over the last several years, um, I'm once again just stumped. Yeah, I, and look, just quickly we'll touch on it and then I'll let it go. The uh, the, the Bijan fumble, I know we have, like you said, a tendency to look at one play that defines the game, but they probably shouldn't have even been there, right? Such a perfect answer to the field goal on that last drive to even get, you know, in Burt Auburn range where he nailed one to even send it to overtime, right? Like the, Texas, that was the first time since the third quarter, really the first half, uh, that they yeah. looked like they weren't playing to lose. They were trying to win, and that one drive when they had to and they had no other choice. Other than that, Tech looked like a team that was trying to win this game, and Texas, with that lead they built in the first half, looked like a team that was trying not to lose. Um, you know, it's a road game, right? We, we said on the podcast this week, you'd find out a lot about this team when they take the show on the road, right? You you have the confines of, of home. You have a young offensive line. It's all everything's a little bit easier with your own fans. You know, they quarterback can quiet it when uh, when he needs to, to get the snapper communicate right it's a little bit tougher when you take it on the road especially for the young offensive line uh, who I think struggled today right I think both of our lines probably struggled the majority of the game oh, yeah. um, this was this was this was not exactly the script that I think anyone saw playing out even Joey McGuire right maybe he always knew he was going to go for it every fourth <laughs> down but you have a quarterback who's who's you know um, coming in and has been mistake prone he's uh line hasn't been able to pr protect him very well he's taken a lot of sacks throwing some interceptions and you know texas just kind of sat back and let him get his confidence up really in the first half and just kind of pick him apart with short passes not force him to make any plays they got a little pressure and then could never really get it consistently right and so i think um though the texas offense did not help their defense right they did not no. help their defense which is not complimentary football they got off too quick their defense is on the you know almost a hundred plays, right? It's just just a lot to ask of of even your your most lithe defensive backs, right? But especially your big boys, it's a lot. Um, offense didn't help, defense didn't execute, couldn't get them off the field on fourth downs, couldn't stop long third downs. Um, Tech just again played winning football. Credit to them, they they had nothing to lose and they played like it. They they ran some of the UTSA script. They ran some of the, you know, uh, Texas against Bama script, right? Like, who cares if you lose? Go try to win. And they did it. Yep. Credit to them. Yeah. And, and I think it's the defensive wear down at the end of the game is is a little bit, I don't want to say excusable, but understandable. They, they when regular, in regulation, it was 96 plays. Like, that is, that has rarely happened in, in recent memory, right? They're, yeah. Like, 96 plays is ridiculous to be on the field. And I, I think the the sequence that was emblematic for me of like the lack of complimentary football is that the defense gets a fourth down stop, right? They get a fourth and one uh, stop and fourth and goal stop. And the offense goes three, three and out punts it, right? Like, and that was to me the differentiator and the, not that specific drive, but that lack of like rewarding the defense for coming 
up with the stop. Texas punted the ball. It's final three. Well, I guess three of its final four offensive drives yeah. of regulation uh, before the one to um, to to force overtime, uh, which ended up not mattering in the end. But right, like those three. Um, those three drives are just kind of, like I said, emblematic of what the defense was unable to do to get off the field. And again, it's not all on the defense, right? The offense was unable to, to create space for them to catch a breath. They were unable to create space for them to get a playoff. Um, Texas did really well on some quick change defense spots. I was actually really, really impressed with some of the things that they did after the offense turned it over and went three and out. But when push comes to shove, 96 plays is 96 plays. And that's a lot to ask of your defense. Yeah, and it looked like occasionally our offense was able to string some things together on talent alone. Um, you know, three really long kind of runs that that floated our average, um, and and Bijan making some plays. Um, their running interior was was difficult all game, almost impossible. Right, it, it felt like um, our offensive line lost a lot at the point of contact. Um, keeping card, you know, clean was a priority. Um, and, and it just, uh, we have, we have a question here from, uh, from Brian Cox. What's up? Uh, what's up Cox in the, in the chat? Uh, we, we, we hit on that one right off the stop just cause it's the beginning, the Bijan fumble, I think bad luck first career fumble. I mean, guy hits the ball, right? That's always the, you can't do anything about that. Maybe you ask a guy to put a second arm on the ball. He's falling backwards. Just good play. Right. Um, but I mean, that's emblematic. I think of Tech's defense to their credit in the second half tech played winning defense. I mean, they came in and they said, okay, Texas has done this to us. We'll make adjustments. And it felt like Texas didn't have, and we've said this how many times in the Sark era, as much as I, I, I like coach Sarkeesian, it's, it's a tale of two halves often. Right. And it, it is when the defense counters and takes away what you're doing, what do you counter back with? And again, you're without Quinn Ewers, your, your top quarterback. You're without Xavier Worthy for three-fourths of that game. By far, your, your main – that probably changed the game more than Ewers, honestly. It took the ability yeah. to take the top off the defense. When both he and Isaiah Nero, obviously, your second, your two best receiving options are out. And at one point, Whittington goes out. Uh, Jatavian Sanders is out for a bit with a little injury picked up on a punt coverage. Um, that's why Tariq Milton had the big catch on the – that has to be home run play. I mean, that you just yeah. get down to receiver number six, seven on the depth chart. Uh, kudos to Milton for making the play when when he was called. Um, but you know, that's his first catch of the year, right? Like that's um, it, we've said Texas is not as deep as they would like to be, especially when you take your number two guy out for the season. We know that, right? Yeah. Um, you have to be able to respond. You had two healthy running backs who, who you like to think are two of the best in the country. You have to find a way to get in the ball. If the line can't, uh, can't, can't, you know, give them quick handoffs. Like we got to get them in the, in the, in the flats. We have to do something right there. There's enough talent, even with guys out, there's enough talent that you have to be able to make the play. Whoever is out there again, it's on the road. It's a hyped up crowd. This going for it that many times on fourth down, this was a coach saying, this is my Super Bowl. This is, I want to win this at all costs. This is the, we're an underdog. We're not supposed to win playbook. And they executed it to their credit. Coach Perfectly. Joey McGuire went out with the script like a small school that isn't as talented, isn't as resourced, and and you know has a big team on the ropes. Did and they executed that playbook and they they did it to their credit. So you know, good upset win by Tech. And I think some of the some of the frustration is on the talent, but some of the frustration is on the play calling as well. I think uh, there's a, there's a reason why Sark didn't go back to the Wildcat after that fourth and one stop, right? And like that for me is really where the game turned. Uh, when you think about Texas got to stop defensively, the offense was driving, had a chance to really get, uh, 
to put Texas Tech really out of it, right? It was a chance to go up three scores and really force Texas Tech to go away from what they want to do and force. Uh, really, you could pin your ears back at that point, right? Texas Tech had had the number of that Wildcat package. They knew it was yeah. coming. They scanned, they scanned it, they schemed it, and they re they they really sniffed it out every play. And so that like that play call right there was a turning point in the game for me. That's where Texas Tech started to feel the mojo, and that's where I started to feel like, oh, this is this is probably going to go sideways on us pretty quickly. Like to me, the inability to pick up those gutty plays and really adapt to what the defense is giving getting you in the second half was was a struggle for sark and let's just call a spade a spade right sark is, is one of the better play callers in the country sure. but the inability as we've seen in the last two years really for sark to adjust and adapt in the second half when the defense is changing something shifting something or what you schemed up in the week isn't working like you thought that to me was problematic. That to me was concerning. Again, why do you go to the wildcat there? You've gotten zero yards yeah. on it. Or why do you yeah. go to that wild, the, the zone read their wildcat? Like just you take advantage of the extra blocker. Tech is crashing down in the middle. Like take advantage of the fact that you've got an extra blocker in there and just run it. Like there are other, and there are other uh, formations. There are other, like Texas didn't go to the diamond this game. I would have loved to see them go to the diamond this game. I'd love to see them. Uh, go not with, since the first drive, the opening script yeah. had it. And then not again. Exactly. Right. So go back to that. Right. Get go to the two back sets that you had a lot of success with. Like go 22, like have two tight ends and two running backs and there. have a zero wide receivers on the field. Uh, yeah. Go do something else. Right. Yeah. That to me, I think, was the biggest frustration uh, from the coaching and from the well, we'll talk about we'll talk about the defense and, and the, the, the lack of just like letting them dink and dunk you for 60 minutes defensively. Like I like. The, the defensive coordinator is always the least popular person in town, right? We don't live in that. But for two weeks in a row now, you've been soft underneath and teams have taken advantage of it. You've, you've given them three yards off the ball. They throw a quick slant and they turn it in. Sometimes, sometimes they take the three, sometimes they take 15. And that to me, I think is emblematic of a defensive coordinator. That's not finding the rhythm of the game, not really able to uh, adjust and shift. And so, and, and there were uh, obviously there are spots that you can blame also on the players, right? Jumping off, jumping off sides, let it, and then twice <sighs> on third, and then not turning around for the ball on third downs on third longs. And by the way, the fact that if it's third and 23 pass <laughs> interference causes the first down is frustrating and, and whatever it is, what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. It's the rule, right? It's the rule you got to yeah. deal with. But like that to me is on the players. It's not on the coaches. Yeah, I mean, look, right? Like, you're you're absolutely right. They ran the UTSA playbook, right? That it it was not that Texas didn't know what they were going to do. They put it on tape. UTSA did it with Frank Harris. I have a mobile quarterback. I feel like I can keep your pass rush from getting home um, long enough that I can get the ball out of his hands. I think you you looked at a less experienced quarterback. He's bigger than Harris. Has a little bit of a bigger arm for sure, um, but still, I mean, a guy's been mistake prone. So what do you do? Get the ball out of his hands with the most high percentage. Com completions you can have you know four yards across the middle like everything he did was the high completion stuff and you have to know that a team did it to you last week you have to see that um and again wh while they started off like the, the really long drives converting fourth downs you know it's that's what they did and, and texas responded forced a couple punts but then it felt like they they didn't have another trick i mean two 299 to 154 tech basically doubled Texas yards, which is on the offense and the defense. But I mean, that, that that's not okay, right? That's just not, you know, you, <laughs> you have a game, you have to stop them. Um, I think Brad had the comment, right? Were we too conservative the first 55 minutes? I, I do think a lot of that uh, last drive was tech going prevent defense, right? Like it, it yeah. opened up some stuff that wasn't there all game. I don't know that throwing it downfield again with the injuries we had at wide receiver would have necessarily um, been the best, right? Like I think at that point, just 
I would have liked more wrinkle plays to get running backs into space, right? That that's what I would have preferred. I think we tried to get Sanders uh, involved, which was good, but you know, it's like when 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 it's Bijan, it's Roshan, it's Whittington, and it's uh, and it's Sanders. That's like that's who you want to count on, right? Uh, when you're going outside, when you're throwing it deep, and you don't have Xavier Worthy. And, and, you're, you're cycling guys in who made, I mean, this is a Giants Hall first real uh, game, right? And he played a lot, right? Like, this, I mean, he played a lot. Um, so you know that the, the familiarity isn't there. Your backup quarterback is there. I, I don't necessarily like that, especially because we, we knew it coming into the year and we've seen it so far this year. Card strength is not the deep ball. It, it just isn't. Um, and so, you know, I, I would have liked to see something a little bit more aggressive just in the, in the scheme, right? If you're going to run the Wildcat, now's the time you bring out the wrinkle, right? If Hudson Card is healthy enough to be out there, He's a high school receiver who was really, really good. Pop one of them out. Just see what happens, right? Like, try something different um, up to the point that it, it becomes more predictable than if you at least line up and you have a run pass option, you know, in, in the other ways on fourth down, right? It just it just felt like I don't think we had to take sh- huge shots and throw the ball three times more than we did. I just think we had to be a little less conservative in the play calls. Three and outs. I mean, there was honestly a Casey Kane pass interference on a third down that we would have had three consecutive three and outs, if not for that, right? In that that game when Gerald was referencing kind of peaked down. So there's a lot to break down. We'll get into it a little bit more and into the specifics. Just I think the high-level takeaway is you went on the road. You just got punched in the teeth. A team that wanted it way more than you did. That's the part that as a coach, you're going in this week and you're saying, hey, boys, wake up. It's Big 12. We said... You beat Alabama great. You lose Alabama great. Our goal is to is to make it to the Big 12 championship game. That has been stated. We are 0-1 in Big 12. You went on the road, your first test away from home, and you looked like another team wanted it more than you, had more heart than you. That's the thing that has to be resolved this week. They have to figure out next man up mentality where there's going to be injuries. I do think this says yours probably comes back quicker than later. Um, OU's two weeks away. West Virginia is a good team. So it's, you know, you, you have to win next week. You have to go into OU with some momentum and, and hope to take that one. So not the start you want in conference. If we said this was an eight win team, we said we were going to go two and one in, in the, in the off season or in the uh, non-conference during the, the, the off season. We said we would drop one that we didn't expect in, in big 12 we're on script. Just go out and change the narrative, play with heart and win some. And the things are still there. The season is not over, but this is, this leaves a terrible taste in your mouth. You, you, you lost to a team that was not better than you by any stretch, but absolutely wanted it more than you. And that's hard to swallow. They, they may not be the more talented team, but they were absolutely the better team on the field today. And that, that is, that is embarrassing. That is disgusting. There's no two ways around it. Like Texas tech came out and wanted it more than you. They took your cookies. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to come out and you're going to lay down? Are you going to roll over? Are you going to come back out, get your swagger back against West Virginia and then go into the cotton bowl and see what's popping. Like that's, that's the choice that happens this week in that locker room. And that's the choice that the, all these players have to make. Right. So we'll be back on Tuesday with our full breakdown. We'll have a lot more analysis. Then uh, there should be, in your podcast feed on Sunday if you weren't able to join us live. Thank you all so much for joining us. You can catch us again on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays is our recap show. Thursdays is our preview. We'll be back for West Virginia. You can follow us on Twitter at Longhorn Pod. Follow me on Twitter at GH Goodrich. Kyle on Twitter at at Kyle Carpenter. There you go. Tried to set you, tried to lob, lob it up, but much <laughs> like Texas, we did not take advantage of it. Thank you all <laughs> so much. We'll catch you next week. Okay.